everybody, welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, in this extremely humid room is Francisco Alcala. I'm gonna fucking melt in here. We <laughs> are some irritated fucking snowmen. Uh, okay. I'm, uh, we're, so today we're talking about <laughs> Captain America 2, Death Too Soon from 1979. And we're just gonna get right into the trivia. We're gonna try to knock this one out pretty quick. Because it's hot as hell in here. <laughs> yep, and we try to turn on the fan. It's too loud, because of course it is. That's the best part about doing an audio show. You, you can't use any background noise. So, this was released the same year as the first one, so there wasn't, it's like, what's a good example? This isn't a good example. It's like King Kong and Son of Kong in 1933, where they got one out in the start of the year and then one out at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, this one, or the first one was released in January, and this one was released in November. It aired on CBS over two nights for some reason, so they didn't do it in one night block. They, this, this movie isn't even long enough to split into two parts. Yep, I don't know if they did, but I guess when you throw ads on it, it's longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the second one led into the Salem's Lot TV movie, which by all accounts is not very good. Look at me, teacher. Look. Look. Only reason Captain America wore a motorcycle helmet in both of these movies is because the California Highway Patrol insisted on it because of, because of safety reasons. Uh, and apparently the motorcycle and hang glider stunts alone cost half a million dollars. How? Which explains, I think that explains why those scenes go on way too long. Probably. Because they're they, trying they, to get as much as they could out of it. Yeah. And this isn't interesting, but both Red Brown and Christopher Lee were in The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. <laughs> so that's great. What? And and that's all the trivia I have, because there's nothing on this movie on the internet. <laughs> this, so hopefully our, our podcast can be one of the, the crowning accomplishments of this. Uh, okay, so let's get right into the, into the movie. <laughs> It starts with with some some. It starts with just like scenes from the movie, uh, of Cap on, doing stuff on his bike, and then the credits are a still shot of everybody later in the movie with their name, and then there is four minutes of the exact same footage from the first movie. Yeah, Cap in or Steve in his weird van on the mountain. Yeah, it's literally the same footage. And like they didn't even bother to change it. Like his motorcycle is still attached to the back of the van. Yeah, but yeah. In the rest Exactly. the movie, it's that not like that. Because it falls off and it's fucking start... Or like, like, yeah. Because he gets in that crash. That's, like, the reason he's Captain America. And also, the van comes out of the back because it's in the wall yeah. of the van. Yeah. So why would it be on the, the back? And the van on the back of his I thing... I don't think it's even painted. No. Like, it's, that's it's, what I'm saying. The, van, yeah. the, the motorcycle on the van isn't even his Captain America motorcycle. And, like, literally there's just five minutes of reused footage in the start of this movie. So already this movie was shorter than the first one, but now it's it's five minutes of it is literally just watching the same exact thing and uh they used the same title card they did yeah <laughs> it's the same exact one and also it doesn't say captain america 2 death too soon it just says captain america 2 probably because of the death too soon part pretty much has nothing to do with the movie yeah and they probably that was probably a last minute decision so i guess technically this movie is just called captain america 2 since in the fucking film it never says death too soon at any point even which though is fine it's labeled that way and oh when they're filming like the scenic the scenic side of the mountain like obviously they're shooting it in a helicopter and for a second you can see the side of the helicopter <laughs> in a frame and i thought that was very noticeable and pretty funny it's super unprofessional uh that cool theme is back <laughs> Uh, 
things recycled, and Steve arrives at an another fucking beach. It's a different place, but it's it's the same. And God, is it 1979? Yeah, it's it fucking <laughs> opens on that guy roller skating yeah, with, with a fucking boombox. With boombox, yeah. Roller skating backwards <laughs> with the boombox in his... His afro. Uh, so we get some some Nike product placement on Steve Rogers, who's drawing an old lady's portrait at the beach. And there's this guy playing frisbee, and this is pretty funny too. And he almost he almost bumps into the old lady, and so Steve very aggressively pushes him out of the way. <laughs> and the old lady was scared that I thought it was one of those muggers. Uh, and she so she's like, oh yeah, for the last couple months these muggers have been waiting for us to cash our fucking checks, and then they mug the shit out of us and. Steve ain't having that <laughs> at all. They pick on the old people. They wait till we cash our pension checks, then they grab us. So he's like, I'm gonna fuck some guys up. Why don't you go cash your check, and I'm just gonna wait around. Well, okay, does she know that he's Captain America? No, nobody knows that Steve Rogers is Captain America. He literally pretty much tells her, just go get mugged again. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't know that he was Captain yeah. America, you'd think that. <laughs> he's just he's like, like, just go catch, just go cash the check. <laughs> I. She's like, oh yeah, those muggers are a fucking good idea. I'm gonna, yeah. rob, I'm gonna rob you now. <laughs> There's this fucking biker gang. Biker guys rob the old lady in broad daylight. It's in front of everybody. And he's very obviously going to rob her. Mm -hmm. But when she was telling Steve about it, she said that it all happened so fast that she couldn't tell who it was. But when it it's very obvious goes who on it was, for like ten minutes. Yeah. So Steve comes out in the motorcycle, he's Captain America, oh my god, there he is. The suit is much better. And every time he, he's on the motorcycle and he comes out of the van, there's smoke. Mm -hmm, yeah. He just has a smoke there's machine like a, in his van, fog I'm assuming. Machine. Yeah, exactly. Like a Halloween fog machine that you get at Spirit Halloween. It's in the back of his van for a dramatic effect. Just every time he jumps out, it's like, <laughs> this happens like four times in the movie and every single time there's smoke. Maybe it's the exhaust from the bike, like in real <laughs> life, and it's just like suffocating him before he gets out of there. That's why he comes out so fast. Biker throws the purse to this guy in a dune buggy and Captain America, he, he like intercepts the purse. He just jumps up and grabs it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty, that's great, I guess. And then, so Cap returns the purse, but oh fuck, there's a guy with a switchblade. They found his weakness. It's small knives. And Cap throws the shield over the guy's head and it boomerangs in another recycled shot. Oh it's the God. same shot. I just want to say that this was awful. The shield on the strings? Just that entire shot in general, like just that entire like scene <laughs> in general. So it's Cap and this, the guy has a switchblade, mm -hmm. not even trying to attack him. He's chased it out to show him, I think. So Cap throws the shield and it misses and he doesn't react. He just stands there and waits for the shield to come all the way back around. Because it's a boomerang, Franny. And it's, it very slowly hits him in the back of the head, then he goes down. <laughs> then he goes, it's enough to take out a grown like, man. Like, literally. That plastic it, shield. It feels like it takes so long to happen, and he just does nothing about it. There's, like, there's a much better use of this scene in Batman Returns when he throws a batarang, and the guy's like, you missed, and he's like, did I? And then it hits him in the head. That's like, how you do it. You yeah. don't take you don't, you don't have, you don't have the guy just standing there waiting to get hit <laughs> yeah, yeah, he d he's by the slowest moving boomerang. <laughs> and it's not like it misses him and he's like, oh, you missed. It's like he, he knows it's a boomerang and he's waiting for yeah. it to come back. Because he doesn't advance on Cap while he's just standing around. Cap chases after the guy in the dune buggy on the beach in these shots that go on forever. <laughs> but it's pretty funny just on the beach. Captain America's fucking running with that sped up footage. Yeah, it's... 
Like, I, at first, I thought it didn't look too bad, and then they kept showing it, and I'm like, oh, God, this yeah, is awful. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's super running. <laughs> and then he grabs the guy out of the doom buggy and throws him face first into the sand. Just, and then the, the doom buggy just keeps going. Yeah, like, he in, doesn't stop into it. the water. <laughs> and then Captain America says, The old people around here are my friends. It's kind of inconsiderate, <laughs> calling them old people. That's all right. And then they, uh, we catch up with Simon at a U.S. government agency with some really shaky, like, front-facing tracking shots. Martin Scorsese would not be proud. Is it just me, or were there a lot of, like, really shaky shots in this movie? Maybe, maybe Michael J. Fox was their cameraman. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is shaking, like, a fucking like, every scene, every scene does not have a stable camera at all. No, it's embarrassing. Uh, they blow, and then they blow the lock off this guy's lab, like, in the first Iron Man movie, where they put, like, the bomb on it, and it blows the lock. And the place is a mess, and Simon's like, well, we, we need Steve Rogers. He's the only man in the entire world only superhero in this universe that also has spider-man doctor strange who can save us because i guess captain america and possibly hulk too oh yeah and the hulk and thor <laughs> thor is in the, you the can hulk. literally call anybody <laughs> yeah exactly this there, there is a cbs cinematic universe there's some references later in this are there i didn't know just little things I not not to the to the other universe but there's some oh, okay. there's some nods to other actors and stuff steve is back with simon already <laughs> so He's back at the lab, and Wendy Day has been recast, and she was blonde in the first one, now she's a brunette. Yeah, like, they didn't even get anybody close. No. They couldn't have given her a wig or something. Nope. Just... Also, how did they lose that action? It's the same year. Yeah. How did they not, like, be like, alright, we're, we're doing two of these. We got Steve and Simon back, but I guess we didn't get Wendy back, even though she's, like, the third most important yeah, character in Yeah, she's in, these in this movie a lot. Yeah. And the doctor who died, like, the guy in the laboratory died i don't know if i said that earlier it doesn't matter it's so it's so inconsequential none of this matters uh or actually he didn't die as we find out but they think he's died and so he wrote the name miguel on a piece of glass or no, he wrote he, part of yeah, it and then he wrote like m i g u and then simon's like oh well obviously this is miguel which if he's gonna figure that out in three seconds maybe just write the full name on yeah. the glass it doesn't matter so apparently Miguel is responsible for tons of massacres and like executing and kidnapping diplomats. The man behind the airport slaughter at Copenhagen, the massacre at the World Cup track meet, and most of the kidnappings and executions of diplomats all over Europe. And nobody's ever done anything about it. Yeah, apparently he's like a worldwide terrorist and nobody has like caught him. <laughs> and he's just in, in like he owns a prison now and he's pretending yeah. to be a warden. But like wouldn't everybody know that that isn't what the warden looks like? It's almost like the logic in this movie doesn't hold up or something. <laughs> So now they're like, oh, fuck, Miguel's in, in America for some reason, because he's probably from Brazil or somewhere. And meanwhile, we're back at the penitentiary, and we see Miguel, who is, of course, played by Christopher Lee. I don't know how they got him. Because this, this is weird. post-Dracula. It's post-Curse of Frankenstein. It's post-The Mummy. It's post, like, a ton of shit. I feel like now people know Christopher Lee most for being in Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and stuff, but, I mean, like, he was a huge, especially in London, he was a huge star for being in all the Hammer monster movies. He played like every universal monster in those movies and they got him for a fucking captain america telly telly movie from the 70s i don't know why i know yeah, he seems like really out of place yeah it's not like he wasn't getting work at this time He was in the wicker man like three years earlier i don't know what the fuck happened was he in the james bond movie yet yeah uh yeah 
Yeah, that was like 73. He was in Man with the Golden Gun. He was the yeah, man with the, the golden butt. gun. He has a title role in one of the biggest film franchises of all time, and now he's in a Captain America TV movie. I didn't even think about that. And, you know, he's he's not in it very much. Yeah, he's not in but it too much. He's fun. he's fun to watch. He's probably the best part of the movie. He's definitely the best villain we've had so far in the Oh, movies. yeah, by far. Because he actually has a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I not a good know. one, but he has one. <laughs> it's not that bad. Con- it's com- just generic. Compared to the first Captain America movie, yeah. where he doesn't have a plan, where he's just going to bomb a city. For no reason. <laughs> for no reason. It's because he much feels better. like it. Yeah. Uh, and then, just like the last movie... Uh, yeah, no, Professor Hilson, the guy that they thought were dead, he's not dead. He's been kidnapped by Miguel, he's in the penitentiary that Miguel's running, and just like the last movie, the villain's just some guy in a vague position of power, and he has like a laboratory, and he's forcing a scientist to work for him. But this time, it's played by Dracula, so it's oh, like that's so a lot cooler just by default. It's definitely cooler, but it's the same fucking thing. He's like, I have a s- scientist, and uh, I'm you're gonna do a thing for me. I feel like it's. It's like the last movie, but better. Yeah, maybe it is better. It definitely picks up at a point. Yeah. I, I think it's better. I think I'm just burnt out right now because it's so hot in here. And <laughs> Was that meant to be a pun? What? You said burnout because it's hot in here. Oh. Like, was that? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm just that good. I got serious, serious like, TMNT2 Secret of the Ooze vibes, because in that movie, Shredder kidnaps the, the TGRI guy. Hey, you're that TGRI guy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that, even though this is, like, 12 years before that. Uh, Miguel tells the doctor that no one's ever going to come save you, you fucking asshole. Oh, Miguel's like, oh, 250 people depend on Hilson meeting his goal, which he's talking about the population of Portland, which pretty fucking confident there's more than 250 people. There's a lot more than 250. In one of maybe the biggest American cities. Portland's a pretty big place. It has a fucking tv show about it like now these days 200 hipster culture 250 can't even be considered like a city that's like no, that's, that's not like even a village a, yeah it's, yeah it's like a village exactly. portland isn't a damn village it's like <laughs> twin peaks is, is has 250 people but fellas don't drink that coffee you'd never guess there was a fish in the percolator not fucking portland and then they leave, and then Hilson actor looks at the camera for a second, so that's pretty <laughs> embarrassing, too. This movie's probably less professional than the rest oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so they discuss the true origin of Miguel, and they... Oh, this is the scene that has two two little references, where once they're like, oh, you know, all these people tell different stories about where he's from. I've heard stories that he's the son of a French count. Like Count Dracula. Oh, really? And then they, they also say... Or that he's actually a Dutch physician named Van Houten. Peter Houten played Doctor Strange. TV. Do you movie. think those are meant to be references, or do you think I that's think just... I think Houten is not a common name. Yeah. And this is only a year after. And I think, I mean, if you look at Spider-Man, they were trying to push the cinematic universe if they got yeah, Bruce that's... Banner and that Captain America shirt and stuff. I so, hope those are references. That was cool. cool. I thought that was cool. Because there's not been nothing really like that in the first Captain America, or Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, I I didn't even catch it. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't well, paying attention. It's super subtle. And like, I watched this movie at like 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I usually watch it on like Thursday, so I have a little bit of time to think about it, but I kind of just try not to think about them. <laughs> Miguel is working on a cure for aging, and he needs this illegal chemical, just like in the first movie where they needed the fucking uh, uh, like film, film strip. 
Now he just needs a thing to get to the scientist to do. It's almost like they didn't even have a year to write this one or something because they rushed it out. It's almost like they used the same exact plot structure. Yeah, it's, it's the fucking same movie, except this one has more horses in it. Um, <laughs> and it, this one's kind of cooler. Yeah, this one's cooler. Also, we can just talk about the costume. I like the costume more. Yeah, because the costume is a lot better. It has like the the white things all like above the ears, but like this time they're like coming off of the helmet. It actually looks like a Captain America costume yeah. instead of a weird like motorcycle stuntman. Yeah, <laughs> evil can evil like you were saying last week. Yeah, no, it's definitely better. It's a lot bluer. The colors are a lot more vibrant. He he looks like Captain America. It's obviously it's still a clunky motorcycle helmet, but it's. Probably it's it's like up there with the Spider-Man costume and that first Doctor Strange costume. Yeah, all these characters at least have one good variation of their suits at one point, even if Doctor Strange was for fucking five minutes. And so they're gonna need more of this legal chemical to make this thing work. And the drug comes from Ecuador, and Steve's gonna fucking sneak into a pier to get it. Christopher Lee's henchman, who looks like Woody, he looks like Woody Allen, and he sounds like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> The best part of all is that the U.S. government will be financing what will ultimately be a world revolution. Are you here to kill me, Miss Romanoff? Because that's not going to work out for everyone. But Steve is on the pier and he's looking for the fucking drugs that he wants for a very long time. He, it reminds me of that mission in GTA V when you're like working the dock and it goes on for approximately eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, just looking in crates. And he's, he's back in the uniform and on the bike, and so much smoke comes out of the van. It's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's so bad. Like I feel like they add more smoke every time. I'm amazed he didn't pass out in the back <laughs> of the van before he got out of there. And he's driving through a, a gate and some crates. That's pretty fucking cool. He's just ripping through shit on that fucking motorcycle. And all the dock workers are black for some reason, <laughs> because, I don't know, are you saying that only, like, only black people can work in construction or that's that's exactly what they're saying it's kind of weird and they all look like so fucking annoyed and bored and they just don't want to be in that fucking movie uh cap starts attacking all these innocent dock workers just doing their jobs they don't know what's in the crates yeah (laughs) like they're just their job is to pass things along like it's not like they're criminals he literally punches them through crates (laughs) and yeah he has the fucking super soldier serum (laughs) that rat last in the last movie could lift like 2100 pounds yeah can you imagine what it must feel like for an average person to get fucking punched straight in the chest. It's like Spider-Man 2, where like, Spider-Man's punching Doc Ock in the face when Doc Ock's a normal fucking guy yeah. and Spider-Man can lift, like, a, a car or whatever. It's ridiculous. He's You're breaking all these people's fucking jaws, Captain America, you asshole. Cap hits the guy in the face with the shield, so he's gonna have a concussion because if that shield can deflect bullets, it's gotta be pretty tough. The guy does a running headbutt into the shield. Yeah, he just fucking runs straight into it. It's not like he didn't know what was gonna happen. Cap stops and he lifts a forklift. It's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, it's a cool effect, but it's really stupid. But stop it! Like, what he, the fuck are you doing? He, like, he lifts it halfway, and then the guy that's in it just jumps off. <laughs> yeah. And then passes out. Yeah, like, everybody just hits the ground and passes out and just lies down, even if they haven't been hit. Like, literally, Cap will, like, grab somebody and, like, just toss them, like, a little bit, and they're just passed That's out. It. They're just knocked yeah. out. They're done. They're probably dead. Yeah. Because he throws he them probably the strength st- of a He snapped fucking... their necks on accident. Yeah, well, he probably, he <laughs> fucking 
probably gave all of them like whiplash or punched their hearts out or something. Like there's so many he's broken just ripping bones. people all over the fucking place. And so Captain America finds this coke-like substance and shoves it down his pants, just like I promised last week. It isn't actual cocaine, but we still have footage of Captain America shoving coke down his pants. And so this is fucking ridiculous when he throws the coke and it lands in Wendy's car. He throws it like a mile. He throws yeah. it he not straight. It, he tosses it over a building. Yeah, and it lands in her passenger Perfectly seat. in her pat like <laughs> How do you aim something like that? He doesn't have x-ray vision. They tried to, in the last movie, they tried to claim that his sight and hearing is, is like, better than, like, yeah, normal but that, person's. Does, that, that's not, it's not to that extent. And he that can't means look he, through a building. That means he can, yeah, he can see a little farther, maybe. But he can't fucking throw a thing of coke and it lands a mile away <laughs> in the fucking... He threw in a fucking arc! It landed in her car! Again, over an entire building. <laughs> Why? It's so <laughs> dumb. It's it's really dumb, but I kind of love it. It's... Yeah, it's 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 campy. It's fun. <laughs> There's some weird pseudo sexual banter between Wendy and Simon, and I looked it up. There's a 23 year age gap. Oh yeah, he's really creepy. My scientific curiosity does not block out the feel of hot breath on the back of my neck. In that scene, like for some reason, and he wasn't at all in the last one. That never happened. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to be. I but, don't know why they decided that these two would work together. And, like, this is, like, the one scene where he's, like, actually, like, really creepy in it, and then it's never it's mentioned never again. never mentioned ever again. Like, he's just like that in this one scene. Which <laughs> makes it even more uncomfortable. Then the bad guys still get their hands on the drugs, so that's good. Good job, Captain America. You could have, like, pushed into the ocean or, <laughs> or dumped it into a fucking oh, yeah, and storm drain or something. <laughs> None of the dock workers, like, care that they just all got their asses kicked. No, they're just like, what was that work. earlier? Yeah. yeah, they're just like, uh, I'm pretty sure one, like, one of them asked, like, oh, yeah, what was that earlier? And there's like, I don't know, some fucking weirdo in a costume beat yeah. our asses. Yeah. And then, like, and then everybody just got up and went back to work like nothing happened. It's a big, big turtle in a trench coat. <laughs> Look like sort of a big turtle in a trench coat. Steve finds the bad guy's truck and all the drugs are gone. Oh my god. Back to fucking drawing things in the park. And he's drawing a cat. It's a cute little kitty cat. And oh fuck! The bad guys showed up and they think Steve's a fishy character. Oh yeah, okay. They say the weirdest line in the scene. This is my favorite scene, I think. Let's check this turkey out. Yeah, let's check this turkey out. What yeah. the fuck does that mean? You know, he's called people a turkey. What the fuck? <laughs> check this turkey out. It whistles Dixie, if you recall. And it whistles Dixie. These were all written by like an 80 year old grandma. Who wrote this? Yeah, check this turkey out. You know, I'd say that to all my friends. Wait, okay. Turkey this entire this out. entire scene is this so is stupid. The funniest thing. This is what I wanted the whole fucking so movie to be. They they go up to Cap. Cause well, first, first let me just mention because I know everyone's gonna be fucking raving about this. The cat's name is Heathcliff, which is a reference to a comic strip from the 70s. You're welcome. <laughs> Knowledge bomb. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. Do. Well, anyway, so he had a cartoon. Too. They. <laughs> they walk up to Steve because they think he's suspicious because he's new in town. I'm new in town. I guess. Yeah. So they pretty much just tell him to fuck off. You really can't see that you're not wanted here, can you? And well, they menacingly go through his art supplies, like yeah, they, they picking just... up his pencils and his 
brushes and shit. And then when he doesn't leave, oh, one no. of them picks That's... up a paintbrush yeah. and draws a really shitty pair of glasses on his painting of the cat. Because glasses are for nerds, Franny. There. Now he can see. Yeah. And then Steve leaves. <laughs> no, no, no. They say that they're gonna paint fucking a pair of glasses on him. And he gets scared. <laughs> and I can easily fit you with the same prescription. Suddenly I've developed 20-20 vision. Does that happen? Yeah, they say, <laughs> oh, we're gonna that. do the same thing to you. And they point a paintbrush at his face. His precious, handsome, cool fucking face. And, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're gonna paint you. And he's like, all right, I'll leave, I'll leave. Yeah, that's what scares him off. That's Cap's fucking like weakness. Fucking Black Zucker paint. Brothers. Stay down. Final warning. Suddenly I've developed 20-20 vision. So Steve drives into a town, and there's this little kid, and he's like, is that your cat? Looks more like a barn cat to me. Fucking got him. <laughs> Good work, kid. Yeah, this kid is, a, is like, the worst. Yeah, but only kind of in this one yeah, scene. Yeah, only in this one scene. Because he, like... he becomes a main character, which I didn't expect. But, uh, and then his mom is like, oh, you know, Steve, there's fucking nothing in this town. Uh, there's horses, and I have horses, and... I run a farm, and I'm I I have a farm, and I have a kid, and I'm a single woman in the workplace. Uh, and then his mom fucking he's like, this seems fucking pointless. There's nothing to talk about. Steve is really suspicious. He's like trying to fuck the little kid. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, uh, maybe you could show me some of those terrific trails, Peter. Trails, You're trying to Peter. hit on a kid. He's talking, and not to the woman, to the eight-year-old. Yeah, to to the little kid, not not to the woman. To Pete, the kid's name is Pete. Steve takes Heathcliff to the vet, and he's the he's like Steve's trying to make the cat smile. He's like forcing his mouth open. It's kind of weird. And Steve just starts playing with syringes. You can't do that. Don't touch a doctor's fucking work. I'm pretty sure he's pricking his fingers, putting his contaminated super soldier blood into all the <laughs> all the syringes. Somebody's gonna get injected with that and die. But they're not because it's a really scary vet, and he's not a real vet. And nope. it's really funny because he's he's not prepared for this. Everybody, the vet, fucking Helen, who's Pete's mom from earlier, they're all like, "Go to Greenwood. It's a town. Get the fuck out of out of here. You're you're not meant to be here. Leave us we, alone. <laughs> we don't like strangers." I suggest you. Try Greenwood. And then Steve calls Simon. And he's like, "Hey Simon, we're we're gonna share zero zero screen time in this entire movie together. So let me call you on the phone because we're clearly filming in very different parts of America." So and then he says, "These people are clams, Simon. If I press too hard, their shells are gonna close even tighter." Which again, that's another eighty-year-old grandma line. Yeah, just again, who the fuck wrote this movie? Uh, grandmother. <laughs> Simon wrote it. Betty White wrote it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Simon wrote it. Simon tells Steve to call him if he gets any leads, and then he says, oh, Miguel's asking the White House for a billion dollars, which I forgot to adjust that for inflation, but that's gotta be a lot of fucking money that's, in 1979. That's a lot. I don't know what he needs it for. They never specify he just wants one billion dollars. I'll take it. He has a plan. He's Christopher <laughs> Lee. He's much better than fucking last week's villain. Uh, if they don't pay him... Oh, you know what's fucking good? Okay, so I know this is depressing right now, talking about Captain America 2, but next week we'll be talking about Howard the Duck guy, so don't yeah. worry. We're so fucking close. I love, um, I love that movie. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Howard the <laughs> They believe Miguel really does. Oh, shit. No, they're like, oh, yeah, if the fucking White House doesn't pay Miguel, he's going to start spreading rapid aging chemicals through the city and they'll all age 38 days an hour which is uh, really 15 weird 15 times more normal it's or whatever a, i feel like it's a weird number <laughs> 38 days yeah it's very specific and they think miguel really does have the formula and steve shows up at pete's mom's horse farm and she's pissed at him he wants a farm oh yeah uh, he, yeah he he's wants... asking for somewhere that he can get away if, from everybody if you remember the last movie he's like i just want to fucking chill out well, i've been coming down the coast slow and easy you know 
know, kicking back. But if you also remember the last movie, at the end he's like, oh yeah, I'll be Captain America now. Like, so th- he shouldn't be talking about how he wants to have a farm yeah. and chill out <laughs> if he's decided to be a superhero. I don't know. I feel like, I, f- I don't know. I f- I f- they're just recycling every plot point. Oh, fucking the villain has a scientist who needs a, a thing and Steve Rogers knows how to get it? Well, we'll do that. We need fucking, Steve wants to just chill out. He doesn't want to be Captain America anymore. We'll do that. We'll just do every- everything all over again because that's what we do because there's three stories to tell in all of the cinema and so when she shows up at helen's horse farm she's pissed and he's like i want a farm and then the guy who looks like george costanza tells him to fuck off <laughs> and he apologizes to helen and she's like yeah you know everyone in town's afraid of strangers because uh well i'll tell you about that a little later and steve's like Helen, that fucking vet was really sketchy and she just cracks under the pressure and is like yeah he's not a vet yeah okay <laughs> so how steve figured out how this guy wasn't a vet was when he went, he told the vet guy that something oh, yeah. in his cat was he, broken. He, he claimed s- it was a bone. He said it was an. Ext- he said it was a fucking centipede. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was the name of a centipede. Whatever Steve said was an extremely specific condition. <laughs> I think it's a broken coleoptera. But what if he was a real vet and he went in and told him the name of a centipede? What the <laughs> fuck would happen? That's the movie I want to see where Captain America just tries to find out if people are really like doing their profession right or not. Where he just he goes to like people who work in like fucking pizza shops and is like, oh, can can you tell me how to make a centipede? Like that isn't a real fucking thing. Steve Rogerson gets put in a mental asylum for being obsessed with centipedes. See, that's the movie this should have been. <laughs> Steve Rogers. Versus the centipedes. Steve Rogers versus the human centipede. Yeah. Oh my god! What if he separated all of them using his shield? Oh god! He severs all those fleshy tendons. That would be fucking awesome. That'd be a that'd be a movie, I guess. Be something. It'd be it it would be something, (laughs) which this movie is not anything. (laughs) And so Helen's like, "Oh, Steve, yeah, go to Greenwood, get the fuck out of here. Nobody wants you." And they bring out the cutest back at the laboratory. They bring out like the cutest little little leopard cub you ever fucking saw, and he gets a dose of the formula and they're gonna try to reverse it the drugs that steve stole and chuck norris and his accomplices show <laughs> up and they hit steve with baseball bats this is probably the best part of the movie maybe where they start beating him up with baseball bats and yeah and then this couple's watching them they just walk away like it's fucking dairy main and everybody's possessed by a clown demon <laughs> they don't have time to put up with any of this so steve gets back up and they're like leading him somewhere i don't remember steve- where they're leading them to his van. No, I think they're taking him somewhere. I don't know. They're walking, and for some reason, they decide to poke him with the bats. Yeah, you know. And Steve's just like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, he's like, hey, stop. I'm warning you. And they keep doing it, and he's like, all right. I'll yeah, fuck you guys up. He makes the worst joke. Best joke. Strike three, you're out! Fucking grabs, grabs one of them. And he uses it to hit every other member of the gang, except one guy. And then they, do they have a baseball bat sword fight? Yeah, they have a baseball bat sword fight, but then their bats break. And so Steve launches him into some fucking patio furniture just on <laughs> in somebody's house. And then we cut to George Costanza, and he's fucking so immersed in the fight that he starts shadow boxing. It's actually pretty funny. And then he punches a fence. Yeah, he punches a fence, and then he's like, ow, <laughs> like Christopher Walken. Ow! And then we get another fucking super jump, which super jump is back. I love he, super he jump. He super jumps onto, like, a balcony. <laughs> yeah, just... Just, I don't know why, but the guys follow him up to the balcony. But he fucking knocks over his support beam, the whole balcony falls off, and it's fucking awesome. We see a balcony on a real house just fucking collapse. Yeah, and there's, like, there's like 
four people that just go fucking tumbling they, with it. Like, it's a fucking slip and slide. I think this is the best scene in the movie. Yeah, this scene's <laughs> fucking awesome. It is so good. I don't know if you can find this scene online. I hope it's somewhere, because if you can find it, then watch it. Well, I wish this was a really video, because I would just play the entire yeah, like, five minutes. I love it. it. It's the best part of the movie, all other than the action sequences Lee. are so much better in this fucking movie. Yeah, they're, they're all really good. Lee. Like, I love Christopher Lee, but he has do that much in this movie yeah but he's still probably one of the best parts of the movie yeah no you're probably (laughs) you're probably not wrong and again just like in the first movie steve's steve's fucking shirt is ripped in places it couldn't possibly be oh yeah it's ripped like on one of his shoulders i think and then across his entire chest it's just exposing his pectorals and like everything but how except his stomach they had i don't know bats (laughs) yeah it's not like he was in a fucking knife fight they were bats yeah, if you recall, guys, this happened last week. It's almost like the filmmakers thought that was a funny thing they did last time. They're like, oh, let's throw it in again. It's it's almost like the it's almost like in the uh, MCU where every movie needs to have a shirtless scene. Yeah, how they showed his shirt getting ripped, it kind of looked like he was like hulking out. Like it just yeah, like it was weird. Took whatever effect they had in the Hulk show and, and put it on this. Yeah, it, it looked really weird and it didn't make any sense. But nope, not at all. But that's okay. Uh, cause Helen wants to take care of Steve, cause you know he's gotta get those sweet, sweet mom points. <laughs> and by mom points, I mean he's gonna fuck that mom. <laughs> but back at Helen's, she's fixing up Steve and she gives him a new shirt. I don't know where she got it. Probably from her dead husband. <laughs> but. Uh, Steve admires her independence. He's like, oh my god, you're a woman and you're doing it all on your own. What a working nine to five. What a concept. Uh, I know, I made that joke last week. I made it again. Let me play <laughs> the audio clip back. <laughs> working nine to five. Yeah, he goes to help Pete with the horses and I was really hoping that this would lead to later a horse, like a horseback action sequence. Didn't happen. That would've been cool. Not at all. But no. I it guess wasn't it, in the I budget. It, been it wasn't in the half a million dollar stunt I budget. I guess it would've been pretty complicated because working with animals is expensive oh yeah and you and can't it's just awful. kill a horse yeah yeah so peter talks about oh my mom was the happiest when she was show riding and i want to see that precious smile again when she was so happy before my dad died well there was a special look that she always used to get like one day at the dixon horse show she was sitting on top of princess in her fancy riding clothes and smiling down at us and all happy you know well, that's why I want to get her back into show writing. And before I was born. Before I was born. <laughs> when everything was better. Oh, fuck. The sheep whitey is dead. He's fucking oh, dead. Fuck. Oh, fuck. He's dead. Oh, my God. This angry cowboy shows up. And Pete says of Whitey, It's Whitey! He got old and died! Helen keeps insisting, Oh, that's not Whitey, and we'll talk about why she's like that later. But we're back with Miguel, and we learn that the sheep had the aging formula. Oh my god. And Miguel calls Steve Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Which led me to think yeah. about what if Mr. Rogers was fighting, like, was just fighting crime in a Captain Yeah, well, that would have been amazing. It's a beautiful Mr. day in Ms. my neighbor. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. fuck up my neighbors. <laughs> Mr. Rogers America. <laughs> I would love, Mr. Rogers as Captain America would fucking rule. That would be my favorite. He, he has a good moral code. Like, yeah, he, he, he could would be, be Captain America. He would be a better Captain America than most other Captain Americas. And he's always, like, changing into sweaters and stuff, just like <laughs> Steve Rogers always is. 
So that would be fucking amazing <laughs> if if we got that. But then Steve gets thrown in jail for some reason. The cops pull him over. And it's because he beat up, like, ten people. Fair enough. Yeah. And, I don't know, maybe because he fucking destroyed somebody's balcony? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he's arrested for assault and battery. And we turn out, uh, it's Miguel's jail. He's in Miguel's jail, but it doesn't matter because he immediately escapes. And I don't know why the fuck that scene existed. Because Cap gets on his motorcycle and everybody thinks Steve and Captain America are different people, which is adorable. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, they're like, Captain America bro- broke Steve Rogers out of the cell. Yeah, which... Captain America just broke Rogers out of jail. He's headed north on 401. I think that's only funny because we're used to in a post-MCU world where, where everybody, everybody just knows. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, like, in the comics, usually people don't know. I don't know. I'm not that acquainted with Captain America because I don't read comics from the 40s because they're bad. <laughs> just like movies from the just 70s, like movies, they're just bad. Just like TV movies from the 70s. All movies from the 70s. Fuck you, A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Fuck you, Halloween. Fuck you, Star Wars! Um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, to normalize a lot of this audio, guys. I'm sorry, it's so hot in here. What's, you know, like, hangry is when you're hungry and angry. What's hot and angry? Hangry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hungry. <laughs> That's a new term. Put that in a fucking dictionary. Hungry. <laughs> hungry. The best, it's the best we can do. Oh, yeah, they say they're gonna shoot him up, um, and so there's, the bad guys are on, on, on Steve's trail. They got a jeep, but nope, they got three jeeps. Oh my yeah, god. It's, it's originally one jeep, and then, then there's four jeeps. Yeah. And then, then there's ten jeeps. Yeah, it, it, they have so many fucking jeeps. I think half a million went to the stunt budget, the other half went to the fucking jeep budget. Yeah, like, okay, so... Uh, Cap is on the motorcycle, and there's one jeep following him, and three more come up behind him, so that's four, and then there's but like, he's going oh, on a dam, mm-hmm. and on oh, the opposite side of the dam, in front there's of four now. more, so there's eight jeeps all going towards him. It's fucking aw- I don't know how they got that many jeeps, and they're all, like, the same color, too, yeah, so, like, like, they clearly did buy a bunch of the same jeeps. They fucking jeep. copied and pasted these jeeps. <laughs> Which is more impressive than if they were all different jeeps, because that means that they actually went out and bought eight jeeps for this. And he uses fucking nitro boost to get out of the dam. Yeah, he fucking nitro boosts himself off of the dam. This is my, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. When they drop, they literally drop a stuntman on a motorcycle into a fucking dam. Keep in mind that he's also riding a motorcycle. Yeah, that's what I just said. So like, half, like halfway down, he's just riding the motorcycle down the dam. Yeah. And then we're back at the lab, and that fucking, like, jaguar cub grew into an adult jaguar, which is kind of like, cool. And, like, it's been, like, 15 hours, and it's an adult <laughs> now. So, I like that. That was a cool way to show how it worked. And Wendy's working on an antidote, and Miguel is listening to the conversation, and I was so tired at this point. I think it was pretty late. <laughs> yeah, you literally have in your notes, I am so tired. I have an AP test on Tuesday. I should have been studying instead of watching Captain America 2. This is what I do for you guys. I'm gonna have to edit this instead of studying tonight. <laughs> and we get a cloud writer and it writes smile and everybody's like oh that's great but people pronounce it smell <laughs> yeah like even when it's fully written out there's people who are like smell <laughs> and, and then this weird guy is talking to some valley girl and they don't realize that they're all being fucking gassed 
Whatever it is, it sure smells nice. Then on the loudspeakers, these bad guys who look like the bad guys from Rocky and Bullwinkle <laughs> tell everybody in Portland that, do. that they're all being gassed and the government, only the government can save them if they give them the billion dollars. Much better plan than the first yeah. movie, I think. They're like, call the police or whatever and tell them to get the government to give us a billion, or no, they raised it to two billion dollars and I don't yeah, remember why. Yeah, probably, yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, everybody's just being gassed in Portland now. Just like, <laughs> just like how uh, Thor calls Peter Quill Peter Quail. Simon calls Miguel Miguel, which rhymes. I'm f- a natural fucking Doctor Seuss. Miguel says that he's delivered a sample of the antidote to Simon and everybody, and so they're like, "I don't know if this uh, is this gonna work on humans because it works on the jaguar." I think I don't know if they try it, but they're like, "Wendy's like, I'm gonna go to Portland and test it on myself." And so Helen and Steve talk about how this aging formula is going to kill everybody, and Steve will not stop yelling. We're not just talking about a lamb, Helen. We're talking about people's lives, thousands of human lives. The whole population of Portland's going to age one week where you stand here making that coffee. <laughs> he yells so much. Just like us when he fucking threw himself off a goddamn dam. Oh my god! I said goddamn dam. <laughs> that goddamn dam. Uh, pretty much, we, uh, we, I think we literally see a dead lamb carcass, which is pretty sad. <laughs> so the whole town was exposed to the toxin. Oh, okay. So in the town that Helen and Pete live in, where Steve's staying, apparently everybody did get gassed. That's why they wanted Steve out of there, because I don't know if it was because they didn't want him to get gassed or they didn't want him to find out or whatever. But yeah, they get antidote shots every day, and Steve's gonna follow this guy Brenner, because he goes to pick up the shots for the whole town. And so they get Pete into Brenner's car. That sounds weird because Pete's eight and he's going into Brenner's car. It sounds a little wrong, but it's not that kind of movie. Uh, they use Pete to find Brenner's coordinates. It's a pretty good plan. Yeah, um, so how they do it is they look at, like, on that little, like, number where it shows, like, how many miles your car is driven. Yeah. So they check it. They have Pete check what the number is before he leaves. Then he leaves, and when the guy comes back, and he's not in the car, Steve checks it to see how many miles he's gone, so then they can, like, use a map and figure out, like, What's where it could have been. Away. A very complex plan. Yeah, it's, it's a little complex, but it <laughs> makes it sense, works. and yeah. it's a good plan. It's a good plan, yeah. I kind of, I was kind of confused. So, good job, movie. Yeah, you came up job, with a good movie. idea. You got a good villain plot, you got a good villain, you got some some smart detective work. Like, that's probably better than the And you got Batman good stunts. <laughs> and good stunts. Yeah, this one isn't that bad, actually. <laughs> um, It drags a little bit, so sometimes and there's there's those classic i think every single one of these movies has scenes of mundane things that goes on for five minutes oh yeah they they test the antidote on like these twins who were exposed to the to the gas in portland like babies um oh yeah okay so in that scene so they they only give one of the twins an antidote so then they check it later so one of the they're they're not exactly twins anymore because one of them is now 10 months older than the other that's an interesting concept i think that why couldn't that be a movie? I think Wendy's like, oh, yeah. I mean, isn't it going to be weird when your twin sister is like 10 months, 10 months older, older than, than you? you are? Which, that is fucking weird. That's pretty cool. And Can s- I just say that they got some ugly-ass babies for that scene, though? Ew, it looks Those like... Those kids were so fucking ugly. It looks like Eric Stoltz in Mask. Like, he's got <laughs> a huge fucking head, which is mean, because it's a baby. And, yeah, um, it, but, it's mean, but goddamn. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you could have picked, like... 
You got a fucking adorable kitty cat and adorable jaguar cub. Ador- <laughs> All adorable animals, no adorable children. You got a dead lamb, but no adorable <laughs> children. Pete is gross. He's got a weird Texas Walker, Texas Ranger bull cut <laughs> going on. Walker told me I have AIDS. And so Steve wears this big fucking gallon hat as a disguise. It's hilarious. He looks like the and sheriff he wears a, of he Dallas. Wears, he also wears a fucking jean jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a denim jacket. Yeah, he has jeans with a <laughs> denim jacket and a cowboy hat. There's so much. It's so ridiculous. I wish that was his his costume for the whole movie. I wish that was his Captain America Now that's costume. Captain America. That's him. And imagine. Now all he needs is a gun. <laughs> imagine fucking. Imagine what, what if fucking Chris Evans wore that. Instead that'd be of great. Yeah, that'd be. It's like that scene in fucking uh, which one? It's like in Winter Soldier when he needs a disguise. Oh, and he, he wears the Converse and the. Yeah, he should just worn that. Yeah, he should worn that. And and then Helen and Steve start kissing. And that that's better than him and fucking Wendy when there was no setup. Cause him yeah, and Helen have but, a good dynamic. But at I the same it. time, what happened with that? What with do you Steve mean? Steve and Wendy? Nothing that happened. Ha- yeah. It was one scene. They kissed once. Yeah, it and was never one scene. Again. But like, was that a thing at some point? Is Steve cheating on her? Well, did they ever establish they it never, as a thing? They, I don't think they ever have a moment of screen time in this movie. Yeah, but I don't. Maybe Steve was, is possibly a cheater. Maybe I don't know. A, maybe he's a dirty, dirty womanizer. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, whatever. F- fuck you, Wendy. You're not even the same Wendy in this. So, I don't care. Uh, what? Here's the pudding? <laughs> I have in my notes, here's the pudding. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Wait, where? Right here. <laughs> I think... I think that's padding. Oh! <laughs> oh my fucking god! You can't even read your own writing? Okay, so we're just gonna take a break so I can pretend I didn't say that. All right, um, guys, here's the pudding. <laughs> here's the pudding. We should just start calling padding pudding from now on. All right, that's the new thing. So we finally get to the pudding of the movie, where there's so much pudding in the last fucking movie. But we're waiting for some gates to open for about 20 minutes. They show the same exact thing twice, mm. of the guy waving for the gate to open. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. It's but, okay, so I think it makes sense because Steve is seeing how long it takes for the gates to, like, close because then late like later on he uses the motorcycle and he goes in right before the gates close oh, so i yeah. think they have to show it a, like a few times yeah but he it didn't to, need like... to take three minutes yeah like they didn't need to show it but it makes sense why they did i guess no, there's a lot of good like logical detective type work in this movie i think it's just modern it's audiences just <laughs> like us aren't really used to having shit that drawn out yeah i mean it, it all makes sense not bad. it's yeah, it's nice but... that they try to actually make it all make sense yeah but it's just kind of boring. Uh, yeah, I mean, not the movie's fault. That's how things were done back yeah. then. Yeah, since we, as society grows, we have shorter attention spans, obviously. So, but I mean, good on this movie for making everything make sense. Yeah, <laughs> and so Miguel says to, oh yeah, Miguel's like, oh, we're gonna send some dogs after Steve. Go fucking spritz them with the aging formula. Yeah, for some for some reason he says to get the dogs and spray them with three times the dose of the aging formula. Oh, I just want to mention everybody. We're already in like the last like twenty minutes of the movie now. Yeah, we're we've been recording for fifty minutes and we're already in the last like twenty minutes. And I mean, subtract ten for like trivia and stuff or whatever and intros and so like we're we're and editing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is probably gonna be like thirty five minutes by the time you hear it because we haven't had that much great content today. There's not much to say about this movie, 
honestly. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely redeem it next week when yeah. that would be done. Because we're going to have I'm so much I'm genuinely excited for that one. I can't wait. I, I love having an excuse to watch Howard the Duck. <laughs> Me too. But, oh my god, you know what? I, after I have all this footage on my fucking computer, I'm just going to take every single Marvel movie and smash them all together. And just have a bunch <laughs> of, like a, like a five minute video that's just a huge Marvel send off. That'd be a good way to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, uh, ah. oh, oh, I just wanted to mention a little piece of trivia I, I was with withholding for now. Uh, the prison that Christopher Lee, that Miguel is, is holding is Folsom Prison, which that's where Johnny Cash recorded what I think is the best live album of all time. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio so great <laughs> wait what yeah live at Folsom Prison it's one of the most like iconic live albums ever I think it's the best that, that's Johnny Cash album no like that, that's not why I'm saying why <laughs> why they why are those the same place I don't know <laughs> I don't know if it is literally the same prison in the movie but it's the same location that's weird it's super weird I don't know. I like it, though. Um, so Steve is driving through hallways forever. He drives through the same hallway about four times. Uh, and then we get some dogs. Uh, the dogs are sprayed with the serum to become bigger. But I don't know. Would they make them bigger? When that would just make them, make them older, older and really sl- fast. Wouldn't that make them slower eventually? Yeah. Because, okay, if they're aging from one dose, they're aging 38 days an hour. How much faster are they aging when it's three doses? Guys, I literally have three pages of notes left. (laughs) (laughs) We're... So, yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Uh, Cap deflects the dogs with the fucking shield. It's really bad. I was hoping he was going to throw the shield and, like, they would all go to fetch it. Didn't happen. That would have been really cool. Been funny. But no, the dogs just fucking shake around the shield and you can tell that it's plastic at this point because yeah, it's just so flopping ridiculous. everywhere. Also, I read somewhere that whether or not the shield is on the front of the bike or when he's holding it, like, it changes size. Wait, really? <laughs> it's a different shield. <laughs> so that's I mean, pretty funny. that kind of makes sense, but it really... It's funny. It's so weird. Uh, we get the pretty, a pretty, uh... Oh, yeah, Cap rescues Dr. Hillson, the f- fucking scientist that Christopher Lee had. And we get a sick slide down a rail where he slides down at, yeah, on his just, butt, like, he was, it like really, I do when I'm bored was really out of place. <laughs> yeah. Like, that seemed like an outtake. Yeah, it seemed like that was just the actor trying to get off the set. <laughs> And Cap eyes the van, but it's full of flour now? And he uses it to distract- I think that's coke. I think that's a weird, like, coke that he shoved down his pants. Are you sure? It might be. Okay, okay. That makes more sense. I don't know. It's a weird white substance, and I doubt that it's sugar. (laughs) Either way, he uses it to distract the guards like he's fucking Kevin McAllister. Like, he just throws it on him like it's a cartoon. And uh, he gets back on his bike, and he fucking- Oh shit! This is kind. Of, this is so cool for about two minutes, and then it's so boring. When he's riding his bike, and then he fucking throws the bike onto the road, and he has a fuck a fucking hang glider. With yeah. A star spangled hang glider comes out of the, a star spang glider comes out of the fucking back of the motorcycle, the exhaust pipe of the motorcycle. Yeah. This is never explained in the movie. His motorcycle is no. just a fucking hang glider. Yeah. Now it's a hang which glider, which is awesome. And he's riding it. But why? It's fucking crazy. They r- legitimately really did it. Like he's on a hang glider and this is where the fucking stunt budget yeah, comes in you can tell that he's actually on a hang glider with how unstable the motorcycle looks yeah it's so funny it goes on for about five minutes though yeah it, it's, it's really so it's cool really really cool at first minutes. 
But it's like the helicopter scene at the end of the movie. Yeah, where it goes on forever. Yeah, from the last There's one. No, it's just too long. No dialogue. It's just the same theme. Finally, and he's like chasing after Miguel. It's like the end of Toy Story. Like he's chasing oh after God. Miguel in the car. Uh, Buzz, we missed the truck. We're not aiming for the truck. And finally, they both stop. Christopher Lee's running through the woods with a gun and a briefcase. It's such a funny image. Yeah, it's not even a pistol. It's a rifle. Yeah, so he has like a scope on it. Yeah, he has like a rifle in one hand. Yeah, he has like a rifle in one hand and a briefcase in the other. <laughs> it's fucking great. It, just, it looks... And, and so he corners him in the woods. This is really cool. When, like, they're just waiting, Cap's shield's on the ground, and then Miguel fucking shoots at Captain America. He kick flips the fucking shield. It, it, like, flips up. He grabs it and deflects the bullet. That's cool. Yeah, that was, that was actually really, really cool. I actually like, really like that. Like, that would work in a movie now. Yeah. Because it's a pretty does that, tense Does that moment. ever happen in a Captain America movie? I feel he like does, something similar happens. At, in... at the end of the elevator scene in Winter Soldier, he, kick, he, like, stomps on it, and it comes back up, and he catches it. But he never uses it to deflect anything, I don't think remember i don't think i don't know i don't remember but yeah that's fucking awesome oh it's this is fucking so cool how they stop miguel when he throws up a bottle of aging serum cap hits it with the shield and it all fucking lands on miguel yeah it's and oh my god <laughs> i actually think that the effect for him aging looked really right? good yeah it looks like um the last crusade <laughs> when when the guy like for, ages be, really for fast. being like what 1979 right? yeah it's really it was good. actually really really it's, good it's like raiders of the lost like Ark whoever did head. like the makeup for that amazing. good fucking job yeah that was really good and i mean christopher lee looks old already but like he looks like like dr emmett brown like he looks yeah, like yeah it like, was like they really really aged him up like it yeah. was it was that actually was pretty convincing so like cool. and then he just dies like yeah, he it's just, awesome he just fucking died of old age that's which, so cool <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that fucking metal gear boss where you change the, oh, yeah, you change the clock yeah. and he just um, dies i don't remember the name of that boss but I think yeah it, the old guy yeah in snake eater yeah it's in snake eater yeah yeah that's great and uh just like the first one, we get the first fucking scene of Simon and Steve together. No, second scene of Simon and Steve together, because they had that one moment at the lab earlier. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Miguel. But you know what sucks? Like, one of my favorite parts of the first Captain America is Steve and Simon's, like, friendship. And we get none of that. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It sucks. And, yeah, the day has been saved, and my evening is was also saved because the movie was over. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Steve paints Pete's portrait, but he's not really painting Pete's portrait because he's painting Helen riding a horse, and it's adorable because it's like that's that's that like smile that Pete was talking about earlier when she's riding horses and she's yeah. happy, and now she has the same smile. And Steve gives Pete a dog, and it's named Toby. Yeah, it's weird. He just had a dog in his trunk. Yeah. How long has the dog been in also, his where, van? Where the fuck did he put the cat go? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck. And where where did the cat come from? Do you remember? No, he just had it in the yeah, park. Yeah, he just kind of had a cat for a while, and then he replaced it with a dog and gave it to a kid. That was the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's literally where it ends. He gives he gives uh, he gives Pete the the dog, and then there's like I think there's a one other thing, and it just hard cuts to credits. That's it. Yeah, which you know, all right. Fine. I think that was a, a much better ending than the last one. Yeah, this movie ends... Other than it didn't have <laughs> him saying that he shoved himself down a couple throats. No, but, but we all know that Captain America shoved himself down a couple throats. He did jam himself down a few throats, didn't he? You gotta jam Captain America down yeah. a couple throats. Okay, you know what? It's actually kind of sad that uh, 
we'll never see Red Brown as Captain America again. Like, I kind of wish there was a third one. They're kind of yeah. fun. Like, not like, right after, but if we had a few movies and then another Captain America movie, I would be, I kind of like that. Like, I wish that we did. But... So, in the first one, I thought that he was, like, kind kind of bad. <laughs> like I liked him. I thought like, he was likable. I, like, I thought his acting was bad, but I, I kind of liked him as Captain America. But after this one... I actually really like him as Captain America, and I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that he's not gonna yeah. be Captain America anymore because he was actually really good. You could say the the Red Brown Captain America franchise had its uh, death too soon. <laughs> that All right. is the name of the movie. Bye, oh my god! <laughs> I think that happens every episode where I say something and you start to walk away. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, Wait, dude. you didn't have a rant this episode. You didn't have anything to rant about. Uh, uh, uh. Here's your rant. Red Brown isn't Captain America anymore. Yeah, it's not a rant. It's just sad. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. I think he was actually really good as Captain America. Pro- he was probably... I feel like he was probably the most accurate out of all the ones so far. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Peter Parker's inaccurate. He's just not very good. Yeah, he's just not very good. And then we don't need to... strange Yeah, we don't need to himself. Yeah. This one and the last one together, I think they actually work really oh, good. I think if I had to uh, rank our movie so far, obviously not including Endgame because that doesn't count. Oh, well, yeah. But uh, I would say Spider-Man, then this, then the first Captain America, then Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, final thoughts time. And again, I always write this after immediately after I see the movie, so I have no idea if I'll still agree with all this after our discussion, but... I probably will. Um, okay, so Red Brown is a much better Steve Rogers in this installment, perhaps because he doesn't have to live in the shadow of his father, which, by that, I mean, like... They never mentioned it again. <laughs> no, it's it's not like... Because in the first one, it's made a little lamer by the fact that uh, he isn't the first Captain America. But in this, he is. Or, or not he is, but there's no, like, oh, you know, just you're just like your father. It's yeah. a lot more like, yeah, he's his own superhero. There's no Star Fox. You're just like your father. <laughs> you're becoming a lot like you're becoming, your father. Yeah. <laughs> you're becoming more like your father. Yeah, the villain's plan's pretty unique for the time, and because that's, like, a thing uh, in The Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, it's, like, the lizards trying to turn everyone into lizards with yeah. that gas. It's also how uh, the 2014 Ninja Turtles ends, I It's think. kind of a cliche now, but, but at for the, the time, for the it time, was actually... Pretty, I think it's pretty good. Pretty cool. And, I mean, for as little as he's in it, Christopher Lee is always just a joy to watch. It does drag, but not as often as the first one. Uh, and the bigger, the biggest bummer for me, though, like I was saying, is the utter lack of shared screen time between Simon and Steve. Their friendship was one of the saving graces of the first film, and it's pretty disappointing to see them split apart. Oh, there's a lot of more B-plots in this one, like characters split up, like kind of like the Two Towers or, or uh, Empire Strikes Back, where it's like Han, Luke, and Leia aren't together the whole time. Luke's doing his thing on Dagobah, and, and Han and Leia are going to Cloud City with everybody else. And, so like it's, it's split up, kind of, which kind of makes it feel like a lot more disconnected and disjointed. But there's a the action set pieces are a lot better, and there's a I really do like the family dynamic between Steve, Helen, and Pete. It's a cute little, cute little thing, and I think it's stronger than even Steve and Simon's friendship was in the first one. Yeah, no, it's not like earth shatteringly great or anything, but it's definitely better than the first one, and I'm gonna give it six and three fourths aging jaguar cubs out of ten, which is a little better than what I gave the last one. I think it was five twelve six and five twelve throat, throat jammings. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, like always, I pr- 
pretty much agree with what you said. I hope we get to a movie where like we, we have yeah. hard different opinions. That, that's gonna be a discussion. It. We have to like try and convince yeah, each other. Yeah, that's gonna be our... that's gonna be a really interesting time. I think but... once we get to like Daredevil and Ghost Rider, I'm gonna like them, and you're gonna disagree. Probably, I'm probably gonna think that they're really fucking stupid and boring, and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. love them. But this one, um, I actually liked it a lot more than the first one because the first one I thought was kind of a little boring in some parts yeah especially towards the end but this one was actually it usually had something that was pretty entertaining like the entire movie i don't think there was any time where it was like super boring or anything cap and like red brown as cap and steve i feel like are a lot better in this movie than the last one yeah pretty much everything else you said i agree with yeah like uh christopher lee's one christopher lee is always great I always like him as, like, villains and stuff. I think all the stunts were actually really cool, and I feel like they were, like, really, really good for the time. Even for today, some of those are Yeah, even cool. for today, because... Especially, like, that the house support being good And, enough, like, keeping in, keeping in mind that, like, a lot of, like, stunts and stuff today, most of it is done in, like, CG. On a, yeah, or so, on a green screen or, with yeah. a lot of pads around. So, for for all the really cool stunts that they do in this movie for them to not have been like any cg or anything they had to do it like i don't I they, can't they had the to word. do all of it i mean like yeah. in camera yeah. that's they, all. they had to just they had to just go for it they they couldn't yeah. they couldn't really use any technology to make it look better yeah so for they, the time they really went for these it stunts too. are actually really really good which is Definitely a strong a strong suit for both of these movies since they require a lot of motorcycle work, obviously. Yeah. All that stuff's really impressive. I, and I think that, like, with all the money they spend on just, like, the stunts and everything alone... <laughs> it shows. I think, yeah, I think it shows and it paid off because it's probably, in both of these, it's probably the best part of the movies. Yeah. Like, it's just really entertaining to watch. So I think I'd probably give this one, like, a, a seven. Yeah. No, Seven aging jaguars out of ten. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's up there with Spider-Man for a different reason. Spider-Man is is a really bad movie, but it's really fun. This yeah. is not a bad movie. This yeah, I feel good. like this is. I good. feel like we like Spider-Man so much because it's just really funny because it's bad. This is, but this one I think I actually like it because it's actually a pretty decent movie. And once again, like we were talking about last week, every movie is better made than the last one. Like yeah. as the progression of cinema goes on, these are all getting better. Yeah, these are. Well, I don't know how Howard the Duck's gonna. I don't know. Howard the Duck is an actual film, though. <laughs> yeah. And like I, oh, it's like the first actual movie we'll we're gonna talk about uh, it more next week. But I don't think the puppet looks that bad. Yeah, it's, it's really not that bad. Or the suit, not not a puppet, but. Yeah. Oh my god! And also, we're—I think what what I'm really excited about is I I do love doing the research and like finding trivia. And once we get to like the real movies, there's gonna be so much fucking trivia. One of my least favorite parts of doing these early earlier ones is it's really hard to know to find stuff about them. And like on the DVDs, there's no special features, and like I love special features because yeah, I. Like, I'm like, going to be watching only, all the, that stuff on the Howard the Duck TV. The movie. only reason that I watch, or, like, usually when I watch a movie on DVD, it's for the special features. Because the they're so features. good. I love them so much. Yeah, and I'm just going to be watching special features with pen and paper in hand, because I want to get all that yeah. inside stuff down. Oh, my down. God. Yeah. Next week love is going to be so good. I'm, that's going to be I, I said this last week, and I think I've said it a couple times when we talked about it. I love this movie. <laughs> I can't Howard wait. the Duck is... 
it's it's not a it's not a good movie. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's. No, a, I don't think it's a great not. movie or anything. It's not horror. But movie. it's it's a guilty pleasure movie. I've seen it it's a weird amount so of times. Good. I can't wait. So bad. My friend and I, because you know, there's that spoiler alert. There's that song at the end. Uh, my friend and I once uh, unabashedly blasted that and danced to it in a Wendy's <laughs> two summers ago. We just played the entire song in Howard the Duck, and we got a lot of attention. Uh, did nobody stop you? Nope, they were into it. All right. <laughs> everybody else starts dancing, too? Yeah, I, I wish. Everybody was, was, we got everybody into it. <laughs> so that was no shame. Anyway, how we're, this is the last movie of the, this is the last of the, CBS TV movies. We have Hulk stuff later. Well, that but those are real yeah, movies. those are real movies. I don't. I don't They're spinoffs of a CBS thing. Yeah. So we're not totally out of there. And we're but for the most part, we're into real movies now. Yeah. Oh fuck, we got Howard the Duck, we got Punisher, we got Captain America from the nineties. Oh my god, dude, it's gonna get so good we, right now. Now we're gonna have we did it. Are, we're gonna have movies that are rough. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I mean, like these are pretty rough. Yeah, these it's are gonna get much. These, better. No, these are these are like really really this rough. This is gonna be but... the the hardest stint, I think. Yeah, all all the, it's nothing from, but that. From here, it's gonna be. I think I don't think there's gonna be anything that's like Doctor Strange bad. No, oh. maybe Thor: The Dark World. Electra. But... Thor: The and... Dark World is not that bad. Are you kidding me? Electra. I mean, I X-Men didn't even Origins. finish it, but um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at least we can make fun of those. Yeah. Like, Doctor Strange, it was just so boring that there's nothing to make fun of. Those ones are just bad, so we can just yeah, make fun of them. Yeah, We just rip them to shreds. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. But I'm so ready to rip For the apart. most part, it's all going to be really fun movies now. Yeah, we got this. All right. Well, everybody, that's a wrap on the, yeah, I guess, the last CBS telly movie. So for, uh, for a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. I don't think we have a Hulk one until, I mean, at, at least after Howard the Duck. I think we might have Punisher before that, too. But I'll, I'll check on that later. That might be misinformation. I just lied to all you. Um, okay, yeah, I was on that podcast. Went out last Friday, so that was only a few days ago. Uh, podcast is assembled. I'll definitely leave a link to that. Uh, episode 23, I think I was in for a bit. I pop up here and there, so I'm not I'm not in just like the whole thing consecutively. Yeah, I, I, I listen to it. You kind of have to skip through it a little bit. Cause yeah, it's, but I would it's, still say listen to the whole thing, support them. They do good work. And yeah, there's a it, lot of good stuff. In it there. was actually, I, I listened to the whole thing and it was actually really good. I really liked it. Yeah. But if you're there specifically for Gabe, check it out. Then yeah. uh, you might have to skip around a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, support them. They do good work. Go back and listen to their other episodes. Um, yeah, I guess just just plug. So you guys know this by now. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Marvel at Marvel Movie Pod, Gmail, Marvel Movie Pod at Gmail dot com because we're just that creative. And uh, oh, we have a Facebook page now. I don't really care. I just Nobody made uses it. Facebook. I just anymore. I just made it to make it. So if you if you really want to support us if there, if you still use Facebook just, for some reason, just look up uh, uh, every Marvel movie on ever on. I know the name of our show. Every Marvel movie ever on um, Facebook, and and you can find us anywhere. Uh, I still need to get those episodes up on YouTube. I've been too busy, but it's almost summer, so I'll have a lot more time in my hands. So yeah, uh, iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever. And I am on f- at Flipped Egg on Instagram at Flipped Egg on Twitter, but the E and Egg is a three. Uh, I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. All right, go to the deck next week. Go jam yourself down a few throats. He did jam himself down a few throats, didn't he?